0: Welcome to Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. Is there any benefit to thinking like a high net worth individual when you're thinking about your investment decisions? Don't high net worth individuals have money to splash in capital markets that are outside of the ambit of most of us mortals? Aren't they thinking of the likes of philanthropy, for example? High net worth individuals have access to unique investment opportunities, and they also have a different set of investment goals. My guest believes that some of the top investment strategies that high net worth individuals use to grow and to protect their wealth can be useful for us all to understand. Why? What is his experience with high net worth individuals? What can we learn? And finally we'll learn his own approach to personal investment. Time to say welcome to Jackson Ng who is Chief Operating Officer and Chief Technology Officer at Azimut Investment Management Singapore. They come under the umbrella of the Azimut Group which is... Listed in Italy. Good morning, Jackson.
1: Thank you for having me, Michelle. This is my first radio experience, and I'm excited.
0: Oh, fantastic. So, a person is generally classified as a high net worth individual if uh, that person has at least 1 million US dollars in investable wealth. Walk us through your journey with individuals of high net worth?
1: I think for today, um, I will classify high net worth as maybe I'll call them the wealthy individual. It generally means that anybody who has, you know, maybe one, more than 1 million and above, but it doesn't have to restrict to that, but anybody who has um, financial freedom. So maybe for today's show, um, that is what we, we will define high net worth as.
0: And talk us through your, your journey with individuals of high net worth.
1: Okay, uh, in my career, I have... I have spoke to many high net worth before. Previously, before Azimut Investment Management, I was working into family office and I was serving the high net worth as well. And basically, um, I think the high net worth comparing to the average uh, man like myself, there, there's some difference in terms of our mindset. And I think the mindset is what, is what set us apart.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. You wanted to talk about this mindset. Are there certain characteristics that stand out for you when you think of the high net worth mindset?
1: Yes, of course. There's a very good saying that that I totally agree with. If if you reset the net worth of everybody, uh, let's say two two person, one is a person with an average. Uh, mindset, And then another one is one with uh, a wealthy mindset. And then you give them the same amount of money to start with. Um, I believe at the end of the day, the result will eventually be the same. Because mindset at the end of the day play a big part in accumulating and preserving wealth.
0: Okay, later we're going to talk about the difference between wealth accumulation and wealth preservation. Actually two different things altogether. But you firmly believe that it is the mindset of the high net worth individuals that we can maybe deconstruct and use in our own lives. To build our wealth, is that fair to say?
1: Yes, of course. Because first off, um, I think the the wealthy mindset um, basically they they don't complain. For myself, right, last time I, I used to think that maybe um, it's unfair, maybe it's you know the rich always getting richer. But mm. but until I understand the high net worth um, individuals and I get to talk to them and then I understand their mindset and I realize that um, it's not about them, it's about it's about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. according to according to Forbes and Fidelity, data um, seven out of ten billion billionaires and nine out of ten million s are actually self-made. Mm.
0: Seven out of ten billion
1: billionaires.
0: Billionaires actually. And nine self-made.
1: out of ten millionaires.
0: I like that. That's inspirational. I a lot of the three others had a silver spoon in their mouths. You correct. know, they come from <laughs> correct, a correct. great deal of wealth, and that helps you in a leg up. But let's focus on the seven out of ten which were self-made because that's where we're going to be able to pluck some lessons that maybe we can use in our own lives. So, what has struck you about the high net worth mindset that has allowed these individuals to build wealth?
1: Yes, there are some there are some factors that, based on my personal experience, and as well as uh, what I have learned from the wealthy individual over the years, what they do with dif- different aspects of um, yeah, financial planning uh, that allows them to accumulate and preserve wealth. Uh, first off, um, I would say savings. And when when a wealth wealthy individual when they look at savings, they don't they don't really um, they don't they don't believe in in savings. And once you have the mindset to save it is very hard to become rich because for the fact that you can only save as much as you earned so so usually what the wealthy individual do is they allocate their money to buy assets that can generate them more wealth and after that they will use this wealth to of course get acquire new assets and accumulate um, more wealth and and that is how Maybe the rich get richer.
0: They take risks. Correct. With their money.
1: Correct. Correct. Whereas, whereas for the average individual, um, usually what we do is we keep it in the bank. But even if you keep it in the bank, um, at least consider a high yield savings account. So the next is, um, it's very important that you don't, you don't hold ideal cash. Uh, the rich don't, don't hold ideal cash. They always, they always have an emergency fund Mm -hmm. and then they invest the rest of the money because, because they understand that money is a tool to them and they need this money to be working for them.
0: Yes, put your money to work. That's what we're all about.
1: Correct. And There's another more. another yeah. one is um, perspective. Their perspective is different. Uh, they look at long term and they understood that the goal is not to make more money but it's to build and protect and and to have sustainable wealth. So one of, the one, one of the saying that I like best is by Warren Buffett when he was asked, why don't people just copy his investment strategy when it is so simple? And, mm. and he simply say that um, because nobody wants to get rich slowly. So the, the rich usually has a um, long-term perspective and they are willing to get rich slowly.
0: I like that. So it's about again wealth accumulation, wealth protection then.
1: Correct, correct. Yeah. And and based on my own experience mm. and of course uh, the goal is also not to not to not to win. But it is the goal is not to lose, and and based on my own experience, right, many years back, more than ten years back, when when I started investing in stock, uh, I I didn't know the concept of uh, cutting losses. So I purchased mm-hmm. my first stock, and then it went down, and and I just continued to hold until it went down for fifty percent. And the scary thing about stocks going down for 50% is that you have to wait for it to gain 100% before you can break even.
0: Wow, that is a frightening scenario and uh, I suppose that taught you a big lesson then.
1: Correct. there's a, 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 a very good lesson for, for, for myself and, and at the end of the day, I learned that in investing, not just in the stock market, it is not to lose, it is not just to win.
0: Not just, just to win, but that's why hedging is so important and that's why diversification is so important, Correct. right? There's so exactly. many strategies. I like that. So let me just sum it up for the listener. We're talking about high net worth individuals taking risks with their money, putting their money but taking smart risks as well. Smarties. Putting their money in places where the end goal is not to make a quick buck. I mean, I was just looking the other day at my telegram list and I don't know how but I got enrolled in this group and this group is promising people if you put in $1,000 today, tomorrow mm-hmm. it becomes $2,000. And then if you put in 350000 to today, it doubles to Tomorrow, and I'm thinking, how can this be? You know, I mean, it just smacks of scam in my in exactly. my book. Because there's no such thing as like 50% gain guaranteed 9 out of 10 times in one day.
1: Exactly. exactly. But, you know,
0: when you see things like that, it does trigger greed, I have to say.
1: Correct, correct. The, one of the golden rules about uh, investing or, or rather uh, facing scam is that anything that is too good be, to be true is... Most likely, is. Is. <laughs> it is yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's untrue correct. okay so they take risks they, they park their money in places where wealth quick wealth is not the idea but you know protecting their, what they have protecting their capital but at the same time growing it correct sustainable, sustainable wealth. wealth sustainable wealth yep. and uh, the lesson that you learned was cut your losses I think that's a very important lesson actually
1: yes I learned it from through my own experience
0: yeah, so there's no shame in, in letting go.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was, I was lucky in the end. I, I, of course, I, 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 I'm still in a lost position by um, much lesser. It's not 50% anymore, but uh, yeah. Yeah,
0: it could have been much, much worse. Um, can we all adopt a high net worth mindset?
1: Of course, I think, I think there's a lot of um, areas that, that we can adopt the high net worth mindset. And, and one area that I really think um, we should think about is our time. Uh, we need to understand the value of time because um, the high net worth understood that time is the true resource that you have, whereas money is just a tool that Mm -hmm. you use to buy you more time. Because the average, what what they do is they exchange their time for money. Mm -hmm. But for the high net worth or, or any rich individual, wealthy individual, they exchange their money for time So for example They invest And the and investment Make them more money They don't have to work So that is freedom And that is time for them Or you can use money To engage services From other people So let the people Who are better at the job Do the job for you And then you buy back time
0: mm. And you
1: still earn money From, from the services that you do
0: yeah we're seeing this phenomenon. we're going to be talking about it soon called overwork where people think that they have to do side hustles and they're working on their weekends because they're trying to increase streams of revenue everybody wants to be a youtuber these days and make money off youtube as well right right. but you're saying uh, look at how you use your time and i I think an important lesson there that i take from that is also if you're smart with where you put your money you make time work for you you make that time horizon work for you with compound interest Yep. so start investing early and and then hopefully you invested in areas that can use a long runway to build your wealth up for yourself. And so, anything else to add in terms of what we can take from a high net worth mindset?
1: One last thing that I want to add is uh, inflation. Uh, we we all know that inflation is is a scary thing. It's but painful. one another concept that I want to I want to share is a thing called lifestyle inflation. So basically, what lifestyle inflation means is that. Before you get rich Enough um, You actually go for The luxury goods You go for The like, Michelin star Restaurants and, and things like that What the wealthy Or, or, or the rich individual uh, What they do is Before they get rich um, Of course They don't they don't Spurge on such um, Luxury item or, or luxury experience Of course uh, I'm not telling you Not to enjoy life I, I think you should um, Strike a balance But the idea here Is to delay Gratification Delay comfort And then Because the the more money you put into You know, the luxury item that you really love It means that lesser money is being put to work for you Mm-hmm. So the goal is to put more money to work for you, and and if you can, uh, delay some of them, and of course, uh, enjoy some of them. You have to strike a balance for for your own, you know, financial plan portfolio.
0: Yeah, that's a great one. It's also difficult because people are thinking, how long do I have to defer my happiness for? You know, I'm saving for this projected future where I retire at age sixty five, but who knows whether I'll get to age sixty <laughs> five?
1: Exactly, exactly. Recently, I just read a very interesting book. Uh, it is called Die with. Zero and I can't remember the author, but but this is uh is some is a very interesting concept. That means um we have to try to it's impossible to die with zero. Uh, that means die with zero balance in in your bank account. That is to say that you have already planned for your kids and and everything else. Those funds are set aside, but then the funds that are for yourself, um, you actually try to enjoy it. And spread out throughout your life, and, and the book actually teaches you how to um, how to spread out this this money throughout your life. But um, of course, of course, uh, it also recognizes that it's impossible. But die as close as zero. So I
0: like that. So there is
1: sort of like a, a balance. Uh, you need to you need to enjoy, and and of course at the same time, don't forget uh, your financial planning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Takes a lot of timing. So I think for that, Jackson Lung is chief operating officer and chief technology officer at Asset Investment. Management Singapore, talking to us about high net worth individuals and ways we can, with our mindset, sort of step into the mindset of individuals who are high net worth. How did they get there? So deconstructed so that we can build our own wealth. When it comes to investing, do you think that that has to be a crucial component of how you build your wealth if you're thinking like a high net worth individual?
1: Yes, um, Like I, I think I mentioned a few times previously. So so the, I think the key right, is, is financial planning. You need to have a financial budget. You need to have an investment plan. Uh, that is usually what the high net worth would do. Sometimes, I mean, most of the time they engage the professional uh, financial advisors To to do that for them But basically The importance of of this Is that when you have a plan, mm. you are telling your money what to do instead of, you know, wondering where your money goes. Because um, your money, when it comes in as an income, it can go into a lot of different places. But without a plan, you really don't know uh, where it goes. So for myself, um, I always do plan. I always do financial planning uh, for a lot of things, uh, usually the bigger expenses. For example, when I buy a property. And I think it's important to also recognize that uh, when you do a financial planning, you need to have a long-term perspective mm. and when, what, what it means is that uh, investing uh, not just in stocks but in, in other products as well is usually boring and simple and because you need to remember that time is your best friend here. So, so it's always good advice to start early, and then uh, if you if you have a good investment, you know you can hold it for a long time. But even even now, don't don't be surprised that a lot of uh, wealthy individual in in the current um, high interest rate environment, a lot of them are doing fixed income now. Of course, uh, you can think of fixed income like you know the government bonds, the FD that that the average average people can also get access to.
0: Mm. Any other actionable tips that we can use to incorporate all these strategies that you've been talking about to our own investment approach right now?
1: I think one of, one of them is, of course, um, ETF and index fund. That's something that, uh, I personally, uh, believe in. Mm. Uh, that's the, that's the best chance for you to diversify into a very wide range of, um, products. Um, so, so you, you can find all kind of, uh, ETF. So, for example, for example, you can have a S&P 500. You can have, uh, all stocks, um, ETF whereby it represents uh, all the stocks in in the in the market and and why why is this um, useful is that because as a average average investors right. You have, you are not like the high net worth, whereby you get access to private market funds, you get access to, uh, alternative investments fund and, and maybe arts and collectible. So, <clears throat> so ETF is, is really a, a very good opportunity for you to, uh, get into such a product and mm-hmm. as well as, uh, diversify. Another thing is this high net worth, they look at macroecons a lot and they look at international investments a lot. And this ETF actually allow you to to invest into overseas stocks that might be harder for you to buy direct into.
0: Can you give us an example of this as uh, an index that's overseas or?
1: Index that has uh, international funds. So um, I I know there's a few in Vanguard. So you can look at the international funds ETF.
0: International funds. Okay, are you at all interested in thematic ETFs? AI is is the rage, right? So people go and they see, oh, an ETF on technology funds in in Europe. There's an ETF for pretty much everything under the sun. So are you interested in thematic ETFs?
1: Of course. Um, now now there's a there's more and more ETF in in technology. In fact, uh, I think in the US they just approved the ETF for cryptocurrency. Spot so, Bitcoin. Yep. Spot Bitcoin. So um, I, I think it's getting very interesting. And of course, uh, for me as a CTO uh, technology is something that I love exploring and, and implementing and, and playing around with so it definitely makes sense for me um, but of course um, at the end of the day when, when we talk about this from an investment point of view mm. we need to recognise that uh, diversification is, is important because um there's a lot of layoff currently happening in in the tech industry, so yeah. we we don't know we don't know uh, what will happen next. But but uh, always diversify. But um, if you ask me, technology ETF is something that I definitely will be we'd love to look at.
0: Mm. Let me ask you a very basic question when it comes to the world of ETFs. All you have to do is open up the page of any investment broker and you'll see there's a whole range of S&P 500 ETFs, for example, to choose from. As an investor, and if you're interested in the world of ETFs, what would make you choose one over another?
1: I think you have to look at what is contained in in the bucket of the stocks that are contained in the etf and then um, whether there is because every every etf right um, I, <clears throat> you can look at the fact sheet and and then you will know that you know how many percent is is being held in which sector and that is how you can you can actually go about to to understand whether this is something that you want you want to have your money in in that sector
0: so, most important thing is look at the fact sheet, understand what's in the wrapper, try to at least, because sometimes these ETFs cover 200 different um, companies, for example.
1: You know. Correct, correct. It's, it's quite. quite lot to get into. It's quite difficult to to look into everything, and a lot of times, uh, I think I think um people usually look at the performance. The, the past performance, and then uh, another aspect that we shouldn't forget is the charges. Uh, but but of course, uh, uh, ETF to begin with has low charges. But still, um, look at the charges as well.
0: Okay, yeah, always look at those fees. What um, is is one thing that most fascinates you when you when you think about this topic? And clearly, you've thought about this topic quite a bit. You know how the rich become rich. Yep. What most fascinates you about the high net worth mindset?
1: I think at the end of the day, we have to remember that the goal is freedom. So one phrase that I, I really love, uh, personally is that you never, you are never truly wealthy until you can decide what to do with your time. So otherwise you are rich, but you're not wealthy. Wow. So if your time is controlled by other people, uh, you don't have freedom. Uh, controlled by other people meaning, meaning you have to work and, and then you have to report to work and, and like myself and, you are not, I, I am not truly wealthy until I think one you have day. a high
0: benchmark, though. So, <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, I mean, at the, at the end of every, every financial topic, um, I think at the end of the day, the end goal is mm. freedom.
0: Freedom, okay, that's interesting because people tie happiness with wealth and they think you know you've got to have a lot of wealth and then they'll be happy.
1: Correct, um, correct. A lot of different arguments or, or different view and perspective on, on wealth and money and happiness. Um a lot of people say money can't buy happiness. Um have you gotten after, to a after, nice car? After after I <laughs> after I look at look at just more cases, a- I, I think I think of course um there are certain happiness that you can buy with money okay. but also there is the limit to how much ha- happiness money can bring so for example mm. today you have 30 million comparing to 100 million it really don't make too much of a difference in terms of happiness because at 30 million you can own most of the things that you want to you want to have and in comparing to 100 million I, I don't think it, it, it brings additional uh, happiness for you mm-hmm. and and then of course um, when, when you have Zero dollar comparing to you have, uh, let's say a million dollar. Of course, that can bring happiness uh, in in different kind of way. Yeah. yeah. Of course, money brings its own problem. But then, but then, uh, the, I believe the happiness is, is still. There. Well, One bye. thing that I
0: heard about happiness and money that I quite like was that maybe you want to reverse the cart and the horse. People think, if I have, if I want toto 10 million, then I'll be happy. But if you reverse it, if you're a happy person without the 10 million toto, chances are you'll open up areas of your life... Where people want to work with you, want to collaborate with you, want to come to you with opportunities. And that sort of widened, that allows you to jump to a different trajectory of being able to create
1: wealth. Correct, correct. Uh, There's that is, that is something that I, I strongly believe in as well because when you are happy and you just naturally be happy, you, you somehow uh, feel small in luck and you actually attract wealth it to puts you.
0: you in position for opportunities I exactly
1: think. exactly I think. Yes. well
0: thank you this has been a fascinating discussion we've been talking about the high net worth individual and how to think like a high net worth individual and how to apply it in the world of investment my guest is jackson Ng, chief operating officer and chief technology officer at azimut investment management singapore jackson thanks for coming by
1: Thank you so much, Michelle.
0: This is Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin.
1: Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment
0: objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.